Live from the Watch Dogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watch Dogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, you are listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watch Dogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. Well, good afternoon on the East Coast, good morning on the West Coast. This is Keith Schmaker, and I am actually not in the Watchdog studio in Atlanta, Georgia. I am actually broadcasting to you from the edge of the continent. I am uh, literally a few steps from the beach here in eastern North Carolina. It is a beautiful day, beautiful day at the beach, and I'm sure wherever you're at, I hope it's a beautiful day as well. Well, you are listening to Watchdog Radio. We are talk about father engagement in schools, We're talking about uh, how you in your school can get guys over the threshold. Once you get them into the building, you can see so many positive aspects of guys getting involved in your local PTA, getting involved in school foundation, being able to get in the door without that stigma of mom is the one that takes care of the kids, dad just brings home the check. Well, I would like to bring in my good friend and co-host, Mr. Chris Dannenauer at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas. Hey, uh, we've got a full round of sunburns going here, Chris. How about you guys? You getting good weather in Springdale? Oh, we are. We are. It is nice. It is beautiful. Uh, I believe it is supposed to be around the upper 70s, low 80s this week, so uh just, you know, we'll be blessed with some tremendous weather uh, that usually you don't see in July here in Arkansas. So uh, we're going to take full advantage of that, especially with uh, Independence Day coming up July 4th. Uh, we are, are thrilled we're not going to be in the high 90s, you know, low 100s uh, this week. Well, exactly. You know, uh, we are here on uh, Ocean Isle Beach, North Carolina, and of uh, the, the East Coast, especially this part of North Carolina, is really big on their Fourth of July fireworks presentations. Wilmington has an awesome presentation uh, that they do on Fourth of July. Uh, also, uh, the town of Southport, I know, is very well known for their fireworks presentations. Well, the town of Ocean Isle Beach, uh, they decided to uh, go ahead and put theirs on, and they put theirs on uh, night before last. It's a really, really good show. Um, shot the fireworks right off of the pier. So we've already had our firework extravagance out happened to me last year uh, i had a little firework incident but we're going to leave that alone <laughs> as, i i hear you this, this is as, one of my uh, with my background it's kind of hard for me to talk about that so i'm not going to <laughs> I, I hear you keith this is you know one of my favorite holidays uh to be around family uh i'm sure our family does what a lot of families do they meet together with friends neighbors relatives kind of have a neighborhood get together uh you know a lot of fried chicken and, and watermelon and oh, yeah. fresh corn and uh cantaloupe etc and, and you know growing some brats and, and burgers along with uh everyone you know coming together to, to celebrate uh the fourth so i'm looking forward to it uh especially this week with the weather being in the upper 70s low 80s i am excited wow and uh 
I'll tell you, I know uh, our executive director, Eric Snow, he is uh, has had a great past few days. He has been with the American School Counselors Association at their annual convention down in Orlando. And, of course, I'm jealous because, you know, our family's kind of Disney nuts. But uh, they are at the Swan and Dolphin Resort in Orlando making some great connections. And we would like to give a shout-out to uh, Barb McCucci. Uh, and uh, I don't know, Chris, if you remember Barb, she was the ASC School Counselor of the Year in 2010. And uh, she gave a workshop, Work Smarter, Not Harder, to all of the school counselors, or at least all of them were eligible to go to that workshop, and she spoke very, very highly of watchdogs. So we want to uh, to give a shout-out to, uh, to Barb, and thank you for uh, giving us that information. Eric's down there working the booth, talking to some great folks, hopefully bringing watchdogs to more schools across this great country. Well, one of the benefits uh, – Chris, well, let me, let me throw it to Chris here. Uh, anything uh, coming out of Springdale that we need to know about this week? No, no, uh, not uh... – you know, not not really, Keith. We're preparing for uh, you know the upcoming uh, fall. You know, we're making sure uh, our inventory levels where they need to be. Uh, you know, are going to be uh, in that area. Uh, you know, come late July when schools come back and begin to order their renewal kit and order T-shirts uh, and, and line-up sign-up stickers and calendars, etc., uh, for their uh, fall launch event. So we're mm-hmm. just you know. Preparing We're ready themselves, to handle uh, that. Making sure we have those new polos in stock, uh, that we have those dry fit polos, uh, especially for those uh, watchdogs in, in our southern states. You know, we're getting mm-hmm. a little more warmer. So, no, yes. we are uh, anxious for this upcoming fall, Keith. Good, good deal, good deal. Well, Chris, we've got some very special guests on the line I want to get to here. Um, we have had a tremendous amount of growth here in, uh, in eastern North Carolina. Uh, since I'm here anyway, took the opportunity to uh, meet with a gentleman, uh, Pat Litzinger, who we're going to bring, bring on here in a few seconds. Um, but we are going to be doing a live watchdogs training this evening uh, in Southport. Uh, North Carolina. We're going to be talking about. I always think it's funny, Southport, North Carolina. But, um, but yeah, we're going to be uh, doing some training. We've got some great folks coming. But uh, the first person I would like to bring on is a good friend of ours. We've uh, we've talked to him over the years. He's been uh, doing a great job promoting the Watchdogs program in the Wilmington area, and that is uh, New Hanover County Commissioner Jonathan Barfield. Mr. Barfield, hello and welcome to Watchdogs Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. Glad to be here today. Looking forward to a great discussion and promoting an awesome organization, Watchdogs, throughout our country. Well, Mr. Barfield, I understand uh, not only are you a county commissioner, but uh, you are uh, kind of trying to step up the bar. I understand you uh, have a campaign going right now. Is that right? Yes, sir. I'm running for U.S. Congress for the 7th Congressional District here in North Carolina and uh, looking forward to bringing forth our message throughout the district and also standing up and encouraging other dads to get involved in their schools as I uh, am on the campaign trail. Well, well, that is awesome, and we certainly, uh, certainly want to wish you luck in that uh, in that endeavor. And, and we'll be uh, we'll be watching how things are going there. Um, now, I understand you started when your daughter was in middle school at Myrtle Grove Middle. Uh, in uh, in Wilmington, and uh, you had uh, the encouragement of a gentleman by the name of Scott Diggs. I'm actually going to bring Scott on the line here. Scott, uh, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio, and thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. Good to be with you today. Well, it, it's great. Now, uh, I'm going to lead into 
how we got into this tonight, uh, and, and I'm going to bring Pat on here in just a second. But uh, can you give us a, a, a brief little history? We talked uh, earlier before we went on the air uh, between Jonathan and Scott. How did you guys get together and start promoting the program in the uh, New Hanover County area? Well, thank you. The, uh, I was originally exposed to the Watchdogs program with, uh, with Gary Casey and Eric and some uh, folks out in Denver, Colorado, with our good friend Tommy Spaulding, who is a big supporter of, uh, of the program out in Denver. And, and when I was there, I was uh, just blown away by the impact that we can have and how easy it is for the Watchdogs program to give dads the opportunity and the ability to get involved in the schools. Uh, so many times these days we don't see a whole lot of men in the schools and a lot of guys don't really know what to do to get involved uh, in the school, so I felt like it was a really easy program and opportunity for us to bring back to North Carolina to encourage uh, dads to get involved. And uh, through some friendships and partnerships I've got in the Wilmington area, I felt like it was a good opportunity for us to connect on a uh, on a county level, and that's how I got to know Mr. Barfield, and he and I have become great friends over the years, and uh, he and I just share a love for getting um, getting guys involved in their kids' lives. So I think now we're up to about 13 schools in the uh, county with somewhere over 2,000 dads that are now participating on an annual basis uh, volunteering in their schools. And that is awesome, and that is exactly how it works. And I don't know if the two of you gentlemen know this, but uh, at one point I lived in North Myrtle Beach uh, for, for almost seven years, so I'm kind of familiar with this area uh, and, and some of the great work that's going on. Uh, of course, I left town in, uh, what, 91, I moved to Atlanta, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's great to see the uh, the cooperation that's going on between the schools, between local governments, uh, and, and be able to move this forward. I know I had the opportunity here about two years ago to meet quite a few of the uh, school resource officers from uh, New Hanover County. I had the opportunity to uh, give the Seven Steps training at the uh, North Carolina School Resource Officers Convention. So great stuff going on. Now we're we're about to take. A, uh, a bit of a uh, jump uh, forward in uh, in the cooperation between uh, what Scott and, and, and Mr. Barfield are doing, uh, and we're bringing in uh, a cooperation from one of the local churches, not only one of the local churches, but a large group of churches, and that is the uh, Harbor District of the North Carolina United Methodist Church. And uh, representing that organization, I'd like to bring in Scott Litzinger, or I'm sorry, Pat Litzinger. <laughs> Pat, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. Thank you for joining us. It's my pleasure, Keith. Thanks for having me. Well, Pat, um, Pat connected with me about a month and a half ago in reference to uh, bringing watchdogs uh, even more so to the area and being able to bring more volunteers in as part of a church outreach into the community. So, Pat, can you kind of tell me about the uh, Congregations for Children's program and how watchdogs might fit into this and what type of uh, cooperation that we're looking at here? Sure. Uh, the Congregations for Children initiative in North Carolina is something that's been um, in development for about the past 18 months. And the purpose of the program is uh, to make a positive impact uh, on the child poverty issue in North Carolina. And the way that we're doing this is we are, um, we're helping our churches to essentially partner with public schools in their local communities. And, uh, you know, being in ministry to the poor is actually something that's very deeply ingrained in our heritage as Methodists. 
John Wesley, who was a founder of Methodism, you know, was very passionate about reaching out to the poor and the disadvantaged. So this is something that's very important to us as a, a denomination and also important to us as uh, the North Carolina Conference. The North Carolina Conference uh, is comprised of about 100, uh, or I'm sorry, 830 churches, and it's essentially the eastern half of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And we're working in partnership with our um, our counterparts on the western part of the state, the Western Conference, and they have about 1,100 churches. So between the two conferences, we've got about 2,000 churches scattered across North Carolina. So we're, we're very excited about the fact that we feel we're well-positioned to make a, uh, a substantial uh, impact on the issue. Okay. And this is, uh, you know, not only from a denomination issue, but it, you know, we don't want to say we're ruling out anybody that is not a United Methodist or, or any other uh, denomination at all. But, uh, but it's just an opportunity for your churches to be able to uh, work within the schools with a program that's already got a foundation, it's already put together, and you don't have to reinvent the wheel to go out and do this. Is that right? That's right. And, and the way that it specifically uh, fits into what we're doing, we have four focus areas, uh, and those include, number one, uh, helping to improve K-3 literacy rates. Uh, the second would be helping to provide basic needs for those children who um, are in need of this kind of support. When I say basic needs, we're talking about things like um, food, uh, clothing, school supplies in some cases. And the third area of focus is helping to increase parental involvement and also provide opportunities for children to interact uh, with positive adult role models. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that particular goal fits in perfectly, uh, I think, with some of the opportunities that Watchdogs provides, uh, especially as it relates to getting some of the men in our churches uh, involved in, in the schools. So we're re- really excited about that. Okay. Um, can can you hear me okay? I understand I'm having some uh, some communications issues. Are you hearing me okay? Yes, I hear you fine. Okay, great. Um, well, the uh, as far as you know, we've had. Let's talk about this event that tonight. Let me uh, let me bring up this event. You know, we had this great opportunity. You know, I just happened to be in town. This all worked together. You put some information out, and you started hearing from a lot more people than you thought you would. How did that work out? Well, we've been um, also uh, doing a lot of work in cultivating relationships with various community leaders uh, in the area. And uh, Ben David, who is the district attorney for New Hanover and Pender counties, uh, is one of the, uh, the folks that we met with just recently. And, in fact, he's the one that introduced us to the Watchdogs uh, program, and he's been involved um, with Scott and Jonathan, as they mentioned before. And uh, his brother, uh, John, is happens to be the district uh, attorney of Brunswick County, where, where we will be tonight, and also Columbus and Bladen counties. And so uh, we, we've um, met with John and, and um, communicated our desire to, to make a, an impact in, in the lives of students in, in the counties in which he serves and um, uh, through cooperation and communication with him. He extended uh, a few other invitations, and so we should have a a good mixture of folks there tonight, which will include uh, other community leaders uh, and also a fair amount of of school principals, from what I understand. 
Wow. And, and it's funny because that's the, that's just the way it works. I mean, it's a, it's a win-win for everybody. And, uh, and it's a great opportunity for us all to, uh, to be able to get together, talk about where we're going. Well, uh, Pat, I'm going to take a quick break here, and we're going to hear from uh, Carrie Casey. Carrie Casey, author and CEO of the National Center for Fathering and Father of Four, grabs some thought-provoking insight from a military dad on today's father. Often during holidays, TV shows and sportscasts show us video of men and women serving our country. Usually, we get grainy video from overseas with a delay between each side of the conversation. Well, not long ago when I was traveling, I met a real-life military dad. Seeing active duty dads isn't all that rare, but this one was very memorable for me. Jim is active in the Air Force. He was away from his wife and kids for four months, and last winter he missed Christmas with them for the second time. It was tearing him up that he couldn't be with his family. Still, he impressed me. Just from talking to him, I could tell he was intelligent, purposeful, and faithful as a dad, and he was so respectful and humble as he talked to me. He has a teenage son who's six foot three, who was talking about quitting basketball because it wasn't going well for him. Jim talked about trying to encourage and be involved with his son in the midst of that challenge, even from a long distance. He told him, son, if you quit, what are you going to do to fill those hours? He also challenged him to take on a few more adult responsibilities, like helping with some of the driving duties when his siblings needed to get to various activities. That's a slice of real life for military daddies and families. That's what they go through. They miss so much. Or they try to deal with those real everyday issues from halfway around the world. For sure, I walked away from that conversation with a new appreciation for what our military members are going through. And Jim confirmed my own awesome privilege of being a dad and getting to spend time with my children and grandchildren. Jim left the embrace of his family to protect people he would never meet. He is all about the team, this great country. And as much as we might complain about things in our nation, there are people sacrificing for our rights and freedoms. As the saying goes, freedom isn't really free. There's a price that some have paid with their very lives, and others continue to pay with the time and opportunities they are missing with their spouses and children. That sacrifice and dedication should speak volumes to fathers. As we prepare to celebrate Independence Day, I hope you also have a new appreciation for those who serve in our military. This is Kerry Casey for Today's Father. Discover a wealth of free fathering information and sign up for our email updates for dads at fathers.com or call 800-593-DADS. Thanks for listening, Dad, and keep up the good work. Well, of course, with the 4th of July, our nation's Independence Day coming up, we certainly want to remember those who are standing tall to protect us and and to be there for us. And we certainly want to uh, give a shout out to anybody who is uh, listening to us overseas. Uh, We do have some watchdogs who are deployed that uh, do check in with us on occasion. So we want to give a shout out to them and thank you so much for your dedication. And uh, once again, we are back, Watchdogs Radio. We are broadcasting live from eastern North Carolina, and we are talking with some wonderful gentlemen who have uh, taken 
really the bull by the horns and brought the Watchdogs program to Eastern North Carolina. Uh, we have Mr. Jonathan Barfield, uh, New Hanover County Commissioner. We have Mr. Scott Diggs, who is the top dog coordinator who really brought the program to this part of the country. And then we also have Mr. Pat Litzinger, who is with the uh, Harbor District of the United Methodist Church, who is now partnering with uh, watchdogs, some of the watchdog schools in the area, talking about bringing more watchdog schools to uh, New Hanover, Pender, Brunswick counties uh, in, uh, in eastern North Carolina. So we are very, very happy to do that. And, of course, uh, I am pretty excited to be able to give the Watchdog Seven Steps to Success training tonight, uh, and that is at uh, is it Village. Uh, help me out here, Pat. Uh, Village Point uh, United Methodist. <laughs> it's Village Village Point United Methodist, and that, it's actually in Shalote, not Southport. Oh, okay. Well, I was kind of looking forward to uh, going to the Vision Company for dinner, but so maybe I'll uh, make a make a little detour at some point here <laughs> sometime <laughs> this week. But uh, but the beautiful thing about that is uh, you know because of the promotion that went out uh, a very limited amount of promotion because of the short time frame you know we now have um, school district uh, representatives uh, principals uh, local government leaders coming and the beautiful thing about it is when they walk out of there tonight they will have the watchdog seven steps to success and each and every one of them as they walk out of there tonight will be able to start if they so choose to be able to start their own watchdogs program in in the school that they are located at. And, Pat, uh, I hadn't had a chance to mention this to you, but uh, I do plan on uh, – I'd like to give away a free startup kit uh, to one of the uh, one of the people that take the training tonight, if that's okay with you. Oh, that would be fantastic. In fact, I was I was going to ask you uh, that very thing. <laughs> hey, well, so, I, thank, I have thank come you very prepared. Much. Well, and then the other thing is we uh, we throw it out on our Facebook page uh, whenever we plan on giving away some freebies. So if uh, somebody is interested in, that is already a watchdog school that is interested in a free renewal kit, give us a call right now at 215-383-3728, and your school will be taken care of for the upcoming school year. So uh, we uh, I know... Uh, I know Monica Fine is usually chomping at the bit, and, and uh, she is actually eligible. I've been messing with her on Facebook. We've been having a lot of fun there uh, because she already won. <laughs> so, uh, so we're glad that uh, you know Monica is one of our biggest fans out there and doing some great work up there in Dayton, Ohio. So, uh, all right. Well, let's see. What are our plans, uh, Pat? When we when we go to this training tonight, we're going to have people come out of there uh, that will be. Uh, able to run the watchdogs program as far as you're concerned what do you think uh our next steps would be i mean i know what we are from the watchdogs program but what would you like to see coming out of this uh this training tonight well keith we have a number of folks who have expressed an interest uh, to me personally not necessarily in running or leading a watchdogs program uh, but some uh just would like to plug into an existing watchdogs program. Okay. And so uh, I would hope that the, the folks that are there tonight from our United Methodist uh, churches will, will walk away with a deeper understanding of, of what's involved, uh, how it's going to impact the children um, uh, that will benefit from the program. And also we can start to have some discussions about 
where the opportunities are, uh, not only in uh, Brunswick County, but in, in some of the other counties that you mentioned. Our um, Harbor District area is actually quite large. Uh, we cover parts of nine different counties. Uh, so we'll not only have people from uh, Brunswick County there tonight, but from all o over our district. Um, so we hope that it will be a good starting point for many of them. Okay. Well, Chris, I, I think you can back me up on this. We have had uh, inquiries from church groups really all over the country that would like to step out and be a part of the uh, the public schools. And uh, even where I live in Georgia, we've had several churches that have uh, stepped out and uh, either sponsored a watchdogs program or uh, stepped in to serve as watchdogs because realistically, you know, this is 2014 and there are some kids that are not going to have somebody come in there to be a watchdog for them. And we'd like to, uh, to be able to have somebody step in just for someone for them to talk to uh, and to be there to uh, support them as well. And, and uh, Chris, do you, we hear quite a bit of that, don't we? Uh, we do, Keith. And, uh, and, and when I first started working uh, for watchdogs back in 2007, uh, I want to say I even, well, first of all, I want to say I spoke with a principal at the time, or assistant principal uh, of their middle school, Scott Urban. Uh, who I had a great conversation with him and helping him get Watchdog started there at the middle school there uh, in North Carolina. But yes, uh, uh, I want to say a gentleman, Colin Pickney, or I forget his last name, Pickney, in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, had a foundation or business called like Urban Restoration. And uh, he, his church, and he had churches go in and, uh, you know, be watchdogs there in some of the uh, inner city schools there in Charlotte. And so that's when I heard about it and became familiar with churches, uh, you know, adopting the school, even buying the startup kit and having the, these men come in to serve as the watchdogs. And then we've had you know, several uh, several schools that have uh, have talked about yeah. doing that. Mm -hmm. And so I still recommend it when people, you know, especially if I hear a a principal call me or or a top dog say, hey, you know, we're this school's in the inner city. There's not a lot of uh, father figures around. Uh, you know, we really want to see if our church could do it. Or do you have any idea? I always uh, mention, hey, see if a local church can adopt your school. You know, as long as your school district uh, doesn't have a, a volunteer policy against that, you know, right. you have our blessing, talk to the principal, you know, and also mention civic clubs. Talk to your, your Lions, mm -hmm. your Rotary, your Kiwanis uh, to have well, these men come in. Well, of course, any, any Watch Dogs program, uh, regardless of where you are, any of the 4,000 and, and I believe 60-some schools that are running the Watchdogs program now, they are run at the local level by the principal under the local school's policies and practices. We're not going to uh, dictate you know, anything one way or the other. So uh, when you're talking about uh, either a group coming in or an individual coming in or anything like that, it's always going to be under that local school's uh, policy and practices of the local uh, school district. So you know, we want to make sure that uh, you know that, that that is clear. And you know anything as far as our program is uh, you know is certainly run at the local level. Um, we are winding down here. Uh, I'd like to uh, I'd like to throw the microphone back to uh, Mr. Barfield and ask if you have any uh, any comments you'd like to make uh, as we close out here. 
I would say that now more than ever, young boys and girls need to see male role models in their lives, people that they can aspire to be, but also to see them actively serving in their schools, in their communities. And I think when a man walks into a classroom, it gives that young boy who may not have a father at home um, the, the picture that I can do what he's doing when I have children down the road. And I know that we're planting seeds, and eventually the harvest is indeed going to be produced through this watchdogs program. So as I travel throughout uh, 11 counties that I'm running for, I share the vision of watchdogs for so many people as our campaign has been endorsed by the National Educators Association, which is the school system. And it's so important, again, that we be involved, that men step up to the plate and do what we've been called to do, which is lead and set the proper example. And I thank you all for the great work that you're doing, and I'm just so godly thankful for Scott Diggs coming into my life and, and sharing all these things with me. Well, thank you so much, and, and thank you for everything you've done with us. And, and certainly, uh, you know, keep my number in your speed dial because anytime you would like support, and of course, Chris as well, anytime you'd like some support from the uh, the national office, you know, hit us on that speed dial because we will uh, we will be here if you need us. We will be here for you absolutely, and we thank you for everything that you've done. So, uh, Scott and uh, and Pat, we got uh, right at a minute. Uh, anything else you'd like to throw at us before we uh, go? Yeah, the only thing that I would like to add is that we are uh, actively looking to try to build our team of volunteers in southeastern North Carolina to continue to work directly with principals on a volunteer basis. Uh, we like to try to go in and make it as easy as possible for the principals as possible. To We're willing to help do their uh plan their meeting, help them uh, recruit their top dogs, to plan and help them to conduct their pizza parties and get dads actively signed up and involved and uh, line up and sign up. So if, there's, if folks are listening or people that are there tonight, we, uh, we certainly need help and men to step up with us to, uh, to participate. Awesome. Well, that is great. Well, thank you, uh, Pat Litzinger with the Harbor District United Methodist Church and also uh, Scott Diggs, who is the uh, one of the local top dog coordinators thank you so much for joining us on watchdogs radio we really appreciate it and you have really made today's program a a pleasure to uh, to be here so thank you so much for joining watchdogs radio remember if you'd like to find out more about watchdogs go to fathers.com watchdogs or give us a call at 888-540-DOGS thanks join us next week remember the only schools that don't have a watchdogs program are the ones that don't know enough about us